This is a podcast. So, the other day, uh, there was an announcement by Mark McGuire mm-hmm. regarding his steroid use. Yes. The nation was shocked. <clears throat> yeah. It was like when um, uh, Adam Lambert came out of the closet. We were all very right. surprised. Or, uh, who's the other American Idol guy? The little weenie one. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure who you were talking about it until the little weenie one. Yeah. Um, and so there, you know, some people think we're kind of try- we're kind of getting past this whole steroid thing, but I'm not sure that we are. I think we're still somewhat embroiled in it. Well, I feel like even though everyone maybe knew about it, it still has a big impact to hear him say it. Like if uh, if John F. Kennedy had lived and mm-hmm. today at a conference that was like, "Yes, I had an affair with Marilyn Monroe," I think everyone kind of new or assumed, but it, I think it makes an impact well, hearing them admit it. I think it's newsworthy just because news media loves to attach on to any kind of possible story and, Scandal. you know, yeah. right. even if it's way super obvious stuff. Um, but, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about this steroid era, era and what we should do and, you know, if people should be in the Hall of Fame and, and mm. you know, all that stuff. Right. So I came up with a solution. A half-baked solution, pretty much. But Because you were high when you yes. came up with it? Because Jim Brewer uh, <laughs> helped me figure it out. That's bad news. Um, here's, here's my solution. It is a pretty bad idea, but I'm, I'm going to share it with you anyway. We should add... Okay, the, the, the steroid era, unofficially, I would say, began about 1992. Okay. Okay. Um, just before the strike of 94. Right. And... Um, so that was 18 years ago. I think we should say the next two years, steroid use is legal. What? And after 2012, we can say, okay, there was this 20-year period in which steroid use, in which steroids were used. Oh, so everyone's equally tainted. And so, yes. And so it, it puts kind of a bubble around this period of time and says any records that were broken during this time can receive an asterisk. Whether or not there's official proof that they were steroid users or not, this is considered the steroid era. Just as in previous years in baseball, there's been like the dead ball era where run scoring was very, very low and things mm-hmm. like that. This is the steroid era. Go ahead, hit 100 home runs on ju- on the juice. Go for it. After this period of time, we have a zero tolerance policy. You are caught with any kind of steroid or performance enhancing drug. You're gone. Right. But this period of time is a is a twenty you know twenty year period in which you know it it we can we can vote people from this period of time into the Hall of Fame. But maybe we have a, a special like steroid era wing, the disgraced like wing. That. Yeah. Do you would you then reset all the records to their 1992 levels? Yes. Any records any nice. records that were set during this time broken, yeah. Broken yeah. during this time. I like that. Yeah. Because then I feel like at the start of, you know, 2012 season or whatever, it's like this mad race to beat these records that were standing at that time. Right. That I feel just because People in the game has evolved. It should be pretty easy to break. Yeah, and but then you have you know you. It's like okay, we've 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 made a clean break. We're we're that's all in the past. Now this is all new. We can move forward. It's not right. like still lingering in the past. It's like we're done at this point and moving on. Right. So you like my idea? I like your idea. Can I tell you what made me think of it? What? Well, I was starting to think about the upcoming baseball season because spring training starts in a little over a month. I know. I'm starting to get. I'm getting the the tickle in the back of my throat. The baseball fever. 
And that's not baseball either. And uh, <laughs> or swine flu. It's one of them. Uh, I was looking at our roster and everything, and I was mm-hmm. thinking, man, I sure wish Manny was still on steroids. No, because you know when he first came to the Dodgers, he was great, and, right. and the beginning of last year he was great, and then he comes back from a suspension, not as good. Yeah. So you know, I feel a lot so better. That's why you want to give the two year grace period because <laughs> I feel like Manny's got about two years left in him. I see. On the juice would be great, one of the best hitters, and then so if Manny was ten years younger, you'd think, oh, we should let this go for thirty years, well, and then we'll cap it. Yeah, if he's ten years younger, I feel like maybe he's still got a lot of growth. To, you know, right? But how he's like thirty six, something like that. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's sad that that we are. Getting close to that age of where, like, when you look at a baseball player, like, oh, he's getting kind of old. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like That's when true. when we got to be, you know, 20 or something, and you look at, like, uh, young actors or something, and be like, oh, look at this person and all they've done with their life, and I'm right. I'm just, you know, in college or whatever, and they've been on three TV shows, and, and now we're getting up to the, that guy's, we're obviously, we're too old for real world, and now we're getting up to the, oh, that guy's, yeah. that guy's got a few years left. Well... And I mean, it's funny because I, you still look like I still look at college athletes, and I and I understand that they're eighteen, nineteen, twenty, but like they are these great athletes, and if you know, it's like a call it maybe more so football because you mm-hmm. don't see their face as much; they've got the pads on and everything. But like I look at them, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. you know, that's a football star or whatever, and I I don't think, wow, that person is like more than ten years younger than me. That just right, I I, I can't. It's hard for me to think of it. Yeah, it's odd. So, you know, maybe because, you know, physically they're bigger and stronger than I am or whatever, or at least bigger, but, mm-hmm. um, you know. Well, I like your idea. Yeah. I think... I like it a little less now that I know it's tied to Manny's future, but, but Well, like you got it. David Ortiz still on your team. Yeah. He would... He's... And Adrian Beltre now. Best yeah. season when he was on Royce mm, with the Dodgers. Yeah, you I've been two, wanting... You got two guys there. I've been wanting to... Uh, boot up my MLB 08 or whatever game yeah. and make the trades mm-hmm. and, and play with the new Red Sox roster. You got a lot to make now if, you, if it's right. just 08. Right. Well, yeah. Last time I played, I remember I had to trade out Manny and, and Dustin Droy is probably not even very good in it, right? Because <laughs> wasn't that the year that he won? He was 2007 MVP. Oh, he was. Yeah. Okay. He's pretty good. They don't know Ellsbury's name. It's right. always like, yeah. number 46 and a yeah. good catch or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, with with the Dodgers from last season, Matt Kemp made a big leap forward. Ethier made a big leap forward. and I think I'll invest in, in MLB 10. Oh, One of the yeah. reasons I didn't get MLB 9 was, and I know we've had this debate, but the it didn't have John Miller and Joe Morgan mm. announcing it in eight days. It was good, I liked though. That. It was good, though. The, 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 the production of it, like the way it was presented, seemed like a, like if you were watching it, it seemed like a TV broadcast in mm-hmm. the, way they, the way that they would do it. and. It's very cool. Like they, they'd be talking about something, you know. Oh, their defense is strongly improved, and they have these Gold Glovers. And then there'd be a play. Oh, ground ball, the shortstop, and they throw them out. And then they go back to what they were talking about before. Oh, nice. It's crazy. It's like is is very well, very well put together. It's fun. There's a setting, right? You can put that that every team has to accept your proposed trade or whatever. Yeah. Okay, because I don't have to oh, build mean, some big oh, package to get Beltre and stuff. You I know, I just want to. I thought you're like, I'm going to put holes on my team and no, this on no, my no, team. No, 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 yeah, yeah. just just to build the roster. See, that was that was one of my favorite things about last year's game too. Is like in previous years, I'd be like, uh, I'm going to trade out this crappy second baseman we have and get some great guy or whatever to make it look better. You know, try and tweak it a little bit. 
But with last year's team, yeah, I just played with last year's team because they were great. I, I know. I always, I always try and play with the real team, except I will get rid of Dice K because he's so slow in the game. Oh really? Like it, it takes a long time. You just walk someone, so you have someone on base, and then they pitch out of the stretch, and so it's quicker. I don't think it is quicker. It's got to be. It's, Otherwise, it's... people would just steal off him all the time. Oh, I don't know. know. I hate him. <laughs> so great, great, great purchase there. There's that. Okay, maybe I, maybe I can trade him for uh, Lackey. Probably. Maybe I can trade him to Anaheim. Yeah. It's a good trade. Yeah, I don't even need a ex- force trade. Getting excited about the new year, huh? Mm-hmm. Maybe think it'll be better than last year. I hope so. Yeah. I hope that. I mean, because it's a lot of. New people coming together, but I hope that they... Did you guys lose in the first round to the Angels? Yes. Okay. You didn't get swept, did you? No. You won a game? Maybe? I think it was 3-1 or something, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, so I uh, sent you a text message the other day. You did? Asking you to think in advance for this podcast. Oh, right. And I hate when you do that. <laughs> I'm like, you got to put some thought into this, jerk. It's not just going to be all me coming up with the content. Um, and so my idea was that, you know, we are both avid iPhone users and mm-hmm. enjoyers and purveyors of the App Store. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, if we had the technical know-how to create our own app, what kind of app would we create or what would we create? And, and I know I mentioned this and I still haven't been able to think of it, but I, I remember... Maybe it was around the time we, we dreamt up doing a podcast that, like last summer, that I was I looked into what it would take mm-hmm. to make an app. Because I knew, I'd read like Apple's very open with their format. I mean, that's why everything yeah, kind of has the same look and feel right. and stuff. But I didn't know if it was like a website where you go and drag things and that makes your app or... I'm you sure have it's to, like, user-friendly, whatever it you is. You have to... Well, you, you have... I did look into it. You have to know how to like write code mm-hmm. or something. So I was like, eh. Well, we can involve Robert. He could probably help, right? He'd... He has tons of free time. <laughs> I'm sure he's just sitting around being like, I wonder what I could do for those I hope guys. one of my friends calls me and asks me to help them with something. Yeah. I hope he could help me with my app I want to make that shows pictures of big jugs or something. Yeah. There's not enough of those out there. I always... I, I... Are you are you starting to see, like, when you look at the top tens and stuff, all the... Yeah. yeah. Well, I, a lot of times I'll go and just look at, like, the free ones. You right. know, the, it'll have the top 50 free apps or something. And, you know, it's like Facebook and stuff I have. But I go, you know, maybe there's some game that looks fun or, or some new thing that's out. And it's all, like, pictures of jugs or hot chicks, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... Huh. Now, here's the thing. When they sell it, when they, when they give apps for free... Mm-hmm. They are supplementing their income by having ads, right? Isn't that how it works? Because I mean, why yeah. would you just make an app and not profit off of it? If you're making a good app, you want to make because money off it. it's a utopian 24th century society, <laughs> right. right? So I mean, either you sell it or you give it right. away. Yeah, because a lot of ads, a lot or you of apps, do both. Yeah, right? there's a version that's you know, three dollars, and yeah. then there's the free one, but it has ads or something. Yeah. Um, because it seems like an interesting way to make money. Yeah, I can't remember what idea I had, but I did look into what it would take and then got scared off by the technicalness of it. It sort of seems like, it reminds me of the whole dot-com era, where mm-hmm. there were all the companies that were coming up with their own dot-coms, mm-hmm. except I don't see, you know, the, the the operating costs aren't, I wouldn't think, are nearly as high. Well, so I think it's not good for, like... potential for huge downfall. I think it's good for the audience of people that are 
computer programmers and work at Google all day yeah. and maybe have the, you know had this idea in their head like right. oh I bet I could code this to do this but it wasn't what they're working on now they can go home and do that and and make it an app and make ninety nine cents. I wonder if any of them are like you know prohibited from doing that legally working at certain companies you know like you can't maybe yeah. but I know I know Google. I heard on NPR something a story, but that Google like encourages their people to dream up new things and but for them to profit, yeah, right, right, yeah, right. But you know, it's better than just having employees and you say you are going to work on this and, and put on blinders and not right. you know trying to innovate things. That's true. But yeah, I'm sure it is all to put under the Google banner. Okay, so you said you've come up with. One idea for an iPhone app. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I don't think you texted come up with multiple ideas. So um, I'm not going to feel bad or lazy. Okay, maybe I didn't. Go there. Let's see what I said. I, I bet you said come up with an idea. Um, if you had the ability to create a new iPhone app, what would you make? See, it's not specified. Well, as... you said a new iPhone app. Not the ability if... to make... A new, iPhone. yeah, okay, not a new iPhones app. Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, anyways, so here's it a took couple... me three days to come up with one. What do you want? <laughs> Man, can you imagine if our roles were reversed and you were in charge of content and I was in charge of the technical side? We would record we would get... a lot less often. <laughs> It'd be like a state of the union podcast once a it year. Would, it would take me as long to figure out how to put it online as it would for you to come up with content, probably. Right. Longer. Well, that took a long time in the beginning, but now it's it's all just copy and paste what I did right. last week, and right. yeah. But it did take a good amount of time. A okay. lot of frustration. Here, here are some <laughs> ideas. Don't belittle what I do. I have six of them. Okay. Um, you win. Well, it's a sport, so right. Um. Number one. Yeah. A remote control for your television. Interesting. Yeah. So I think if you have the Apple TV thing, then you then you can do that. But I don't know if anyone well, I, has that. I, I know, like I I looked on the App Store to see for each of these things if there was something like that, mm -hmm. and I know that you can like control your computer with it, right? But not your television, right? I can control my iTunes. Yeah. That plays the iTunes sends a signal to this to the stereo downstairs, and so it can play off there, and then I can use the phone to change song or something. Yeah. I'm um, pretty much living in the in the Back to the Future 2 house. <laughs> That's cool. Faxes are coming out of my wall and things. Is uh, Flea appearing yeah. at any time? He is. He's trying to get me to do something. <laughs> that Flea. <laughs> um, another one that I thought of especially for you because Ooh. a while back... Um, is there an app that kills one-third of the population? <laughs> if only. <laughs> um, there... <laughs> Not, not to, not to, uh, to, I'm not going to go too far into what happened with this, but what one time there, we, there was something that went on, uh, and you were kind of upset with Rachel about something. And okay. so I thought if you could have an app that opened your garage door for you, because wasn't there something with the garage door where like you, someone didn't have the garage door opener and oh, right, yeah. right. I don't want to get into it more than is necessary, but. You know, a lot of people obviously yeah. just have their garage door opener in their car and they just press the button and boom, they're done. Right. But, you know. It was it was that I had the garage door opener 
I didn't, but I didn't have a key, and she had locked the door from the garage to the house. Mm. But maybe, you know how, like, in some businesses and things, they have those door handles with, like, the five buttons uh-huh. underneath if you have to put in a code? Maybe they could make some sort of electronic door lock. Not not just, like, an alarm, but, like, the actual physical door lock. So you lock. can unlock it with this? Yeah. Okay, here's the thing about that, and it's true about some of these other ones, too. Mm. Security is a big issue. Right. And I guess that's true with garage opener, too. Like, if you have someone who has the app, they just drive down the street trying to open everyone's garage yeah. door. That's 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 possible now, though, right? I guess. Isn't there some machine and they true. just send a radio frequency and see if it'll open your garage? I guess that's true. I don't know. Um, I don't have anything in my garage. Uh, next one, police radar detector. They don't have that as an app? I, I, didn't, I couldn't find it. Wow. I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah. I've always thought about getting one of those. Really? Yeah. Are you against it? I'm not against it. I just don't think it's like that necessary. I've I've seen them before, and I've heard people say like when you go by like they get tripped off by other things. Like if there's a supermarket right. that has the like sliding doors, that'll set it off. Or well, stuff. I feel like it. You know, usually you can see the the CHP guy on the side of the road. And all the no, cars see, in front I, of you slam on the brakes for no yeah, reason. Yeah, but I, I'm, I go on I-5, uh-huh. and there's a lot of places where they hide tucked back in. Uh-huh. You know, I, I've actually never gotten a, a ticket on a freeway. Uh-huh. The only time I've gotten tickets have been on regular streets. But still, it, you know. Yeah. Like, if I'm driving down Southern California, that's yeah, where that's I would true. really use it more. That's than true. Than, like, day-to-day kind of thing, I think. You should fly, man. <laughs> I go like 500 miles an hour getting there. And <laughs> you don't get pulled over? I don't. And they serve me drinks. The only time I got pulled over I on the freeway, I was not the one driving. Amanda? No. Oh. It was on our cross-country road trip. Oh, uh, okay. And I think it was there. the same person got pulled over like twice in the span of 24 hours. And nice. We... It's now wanted. Yes. In several states. Yeah. Um... Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give one more, and then and then you can share yours, and then I'll give my last couple. Ones. Okay, okay just so it's not all. I know you'll love this one. Mm. Um, you know how they take games and make iPhone apps yeah, for them, like Monopoly or things. Rail Baron. Yes, I would love <laughs> yeah. that one. And I looked it up to see if it was on there, and they don't have it. Like right. even if you had to change the name for copyright reasons and make it like King of the Rails or yeah. something. And I mean, I don't know if you'd have to change the names of all the railroads right. because. Those are, those they're are like public, public, yeah, yeah exactly. The Union Pacific yeah. Railroad. Whatever. I mean, maybe you change the values of them so it's not a direct right. copying. But God, that game is so fun. Yeah. And we were talking about it last night uh, because Alex, you know, Alex had it too, but I guess it was his brother's, and he said his brother took it back. Mm. And so he and Rachel were talking about how they they both have looked for it on eBay. I guess Rachel was trying to get it for me for Christmas, and it like starts at 150 bucks or something. Yeah. It's so rare yeah. or something. I don't know. Where did you get it? You just, I got it at one of those like gamekeeper stores, like what used to be Art or uh, Downtown Plaza. But you got it like when we were seniors or something in high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like the last copy in the store. It was it was. It was it new or it was used? new? Oh, it was okay. New. So they were still making it at that point. Well, no, it's been out of print. It was just somehow in that store. Okay. I don't know. I always thought it was how they got used it. or something. I mean, they have a lot it. of those games that look really old, you know? Right. But yeah, it's so fun. It is. And, and if you play if you played an iPhone app version, like, do you remember freshman year when I had the it, version on my computer? Right. Like, it rolls for you, so you don't have to take the time, oh, I rolled, what city am I in? What, just, you know, all this stuff. It'll do that for you immediately. Right. So the game won't take three hours. Maybe it'll take 30 minutes or something. Well, and they could do it like the Scrabble one. 
and like right, you and I could play exactly. and it's turn based and all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, that would be beautiful. Yeah. You need to get That's, that is a within programmer's reach, license and that make is within this. reach. Yeah. Why? Okay. Some company, you know, Mattel or whatever, some company has to own the rights to Rail Baron. Don't don't I think it's Avalon Hill okay, is the well, company. Whether whether they're still in business or yeah, like don't said, they see how much you I know? I don't I think agree. there's a constant demand, but when there is demand, it's it's large. And if if someone's going to buy it on eBay for two hundred dollars. You know, Avalon yeah. Hill could sell it for fifty, and, and no yeah. problem. You know, yep. what the hell, business? Seriously, big business. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should find out how much it would cost to buy the rights to it, and then we can do that we ourselves. We should. We could become actual rail barons. We could be or rail, rail baron, baron barons. barons. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I can see on the cover of Time right now, with baron with our barons. weird mustache totally. and stone and look, hat. and yeah, <laughs> like hanging out the side of a. Mm-hmm. Engine, a train engine, sweet. The Megan's Law Rail Baron. <laughs> a Rail Baron game would be awesome. Indeed, it would be, and it needs to happen. So, wow. To to all those listening that have exactly ends with the yeah. Rail Baron. May game. tell Robert. Come on, <laughs> yeah. We know you listen. Exactly. Okay. Let's hear your grandiose idea. Well, you know what? Mine is Even... not that good. All right. Compared to yours, but you know. Who didn't expect that? Mine is based on I something I see as kind of a minor inconvenience that I think could be avoided. And so it started when we went to Southern California a few weeks ago. And I downloaded an app that tells you the weight at rides at Disneyland and California Adventure. Oh, how? Okay. I thought you meant like... The minimum or the maximum weight to be on it. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, W-A-I-T. I've been eating a lot, and I was wondering if it was okay. Yeah, I would tell you, like, okay, Space Mountain right now is 55-minute wait. And, uh-huh. you know, That's cool. Jungle Cruise is three minutes. because. So do they time. have, like, a worker who's constantly up Well, that's what I'm not sure. I think it, it may be more person-based. Like, people are in line, and then they type it in their phone and upload it. Kind of because there was a time too. It was like at one forty-seven, the wait was fifty-five minutes or something. Mm-hmm. So I think it's from people. And once actually it was wrong. You know, it said Space Mountain wait was like thirty minutes, and so we like rushed over there and ended up like waiting an hour. And so I don't know if the app was wrong or so. Your idea is making that app, it. but making it actually like be true. Well, that's a, that's a good idea too. <laughs> so my idea was. Uh, an app that will tell you what the current weight is at restaurants that are mm. local. Because I feel like um, a lot of times I'll wake up and want to go to breakfast or, or some, you know, maybe a Friday or Saturday night when you want to you go to dinner somewhere. But I think, for me at least, a big deterrent is thinking like, oh, you know, oh, it's, it's Saturday night. It's going to be like an hour wait. I don't want to go there, you know, or um, – like the fox and goose has really good breakfast, but on the weekend it's always a huge wait, you know. And so it's, okay. I think it's kind of a deterrent for me because. So this app would be in lieu of calling those places and asking them, right? Okay. Because a lot of times you call and maybe they'll tell you like, oh yeah, yeah, come on down, it's, it's ten minutes or whatever, or or they're like, oh, we don't we don't have a list, it's just first come first serve, and it's like, well, oh, f you, you know, I want yeah. dinner. So um, so the app would tell you, and maybe it would have to be more customer based like people putting it in than the restaurant itself because the restaurant i guess could could lie right and tell you yeah but it would tell you like okay the current wait for a table for two is 10 minutes and i'd be like okay let's go there so it's like how 
in some areas when you're driving on the freeway, it'll tell you, like if you're going to the Bay Area, it'll tell you 22 right. minutes to Berkeley right. and 30 minutes to wherever. And Yeah. That's cool. I would like that because it's something, uh, you know, like I said, the, 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 my dislike of having to wait a long time is a deterrent to going some places. I think that's the key thing about apps is it's all about convenience or limiting inconvenience. Right. Right. Um, well, both of my other two are also restaurant based. Hmm. Nice. Um, the first one, you know how you can go on like Yelp or whatever and it'll show you the, the nearest restaurants and things like that. And reviews and things. I would like to find an app that will, that you do the same thing. But it tells you where the closest happy hours are and Ooh. what their happy hour specials are. And, and like, the times that yeah. they have that. They don't have that? mm there's, there's a website for Sacramento called Sac Mix, and it'll, mm-hmm. and it'll tell you, like, all the different happy hour. It's, it's not something that's updated. I, yeah, I guess there's one that will find places. the nearest bar, but, yeah. So this right. one would, like, it would use your GPS... To see where you are and use what time it is. Right. And it would say, okay, this one's from 4 to 7. Oh, this one's from 3 to 6 or right. whatever. Yeah. And so, like, if I'm in a place, I mean, if I'm in Folsom, for example. Right. You know, a place that I'm not familiar with the things there. Or, say, San Francisco. Right. You know, what? That's what a good one. Things? Yeah. I like that one. Um, so, yeah, that's that's. I feel like ones. I feel like these ones that you're coming up with, they're, they wouldn't be that hard to code or whatever because you could leverage things i mean you know obviously some database of bars and restaurants exists because yelp and urban spoon all these other things use it and then you just kind of like modify it for your needs i think that one's good because i don't think it would require a lot from the restaurants themselves like you just have to get the information about the happy hours right but they wouldn't have to like transmit information to you regularly right just maybe they've changed their menu or something yeah or maybe it would all maybe it would just be users. They're like, oh hey, I went to this place yeah, and now right. it's at this time and or something. I mean it could even be like an addition to Yelp where it's like there's another little happy hour button that you press and mm-hmm. it'll just filter for those things. Right. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, my last one, I th- I think you'll really like. Um also restaurant based. Mm-hmm. Um also about saving time. Mm-hmm. So say I'm at a busy restaurant. You're at a busy restaurant. Thank you. And we're wrapping up, and I mean, how many times have you been in a restaurant where you're ready to go and you're waiting and waiting and waiting for your bill? Yes, often. What if the restaurant had a way to send your bill to your iPhone and you could pay for it and do the check and all that stuff on your phone mm-hmm. wirelessly and then you could just go? That would be good. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah. I don't know all the technical stuff that would be required. You'd have to, like, in advance tell them. I don't know if right. you'd have to tell them your phone number or whatever it was you would need. Probably. But you'd need some kind of information to be able to, for them to transfer it directly to you. Or to maybe, yeah, maybe maybe you give them your phone number and it's, then your phone is, is, is connected to their computer thing. So it's, like, constantly updating and you can just say, like, all right, you know, we're done. And, and like, you hit some checkout thing. How about this? How about, like... If there, if you're in a booth or something, there's like a little cord, mm. and you can plug it in, and then say you want to order another something, or you want to, you know, you want to place orders. Also, you right. can place orders on there as well. We'll never need waiters again. Seriously, yeah. Well, I mean, you need them to bring the food to you, whenever, But like, you know, 
maybe it'd be like a like a stewardess button where you're like, oh, I need a refill on this or, mm-hmm. or you know, whatever it is. And I think now I don't know because I've never worked in a restaurant, I think, but I think that people that have experience might hate that. Because basically your phone becomes a little like crystal bell that you're ringing and you're like, I need more of this. I need more of this. Um, as I feel like it would be abused. As a business owner, mm-hmm. it would save me the cost of manpower, don't you think? Yeah, it would. But, I don't know. I mean, because truly I think for business owners... They're, they're most the, – the bottom line is money. Right. And but you know, a good waiter, service. A and, good waiter or, wait, or, or waitress can really make an experience at, at a restaurant. I mean and a, and a bad one can really break it. But I think even if you go somewhere where the food is amazing, if you have some server that, that's you know, fun and, and engaging conversation but not intrusive and, and like kind of the right mix and stuff, I think that kind of adds to the whole experience. Whereas, I mean – Going into and just sitting in a booth and typing in my phone, my order feels more like cold and cold and drive through McDonald's or something, you know. I'm not saying I don't like the idea, but I think that that I wouldn't want it to totally I like I like limiting maybe just to getting the to bill. payment. Yeah. Okay. You still have the waiter and stuff. Um but they just do that. And then yeah. Because there have been times that that I'm done, and you're like looking around, and maybe the yeah. guy went on break or something. But you're like, I'm done. I'm not ordering yeah. anything. I want to get out of here. Or or and the thing is, because that happens at the end of your meal, it could sour what was a great experience. Right. At the very end, you're like, it's it tainted by the fact that they took so long at the end. There was this this really good tapas place that I liked in Ventura that I'd gone to when I was down there for work. And then a couple years later, Rachel and I were there, and I was like, oh, oh, we got to go to this place. You'll, you'll love it. And we went, and yeah, we had a great meal, and like the food was really good, and, and the drinks and everything. But it was like literally half an hour from when they took away you know, our plates or whatever to when the guy brought the bill. I was like, where the hell is this guy? You know, We're done. It's, it wasn't crowded. It wasn't busy. And it was just, it really did sour it. You know, That's a good point. Um, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think that one, like, like some of the other ideas, you'd have to, you'd have to, you know, like the opening the door thing, you'd have to be careful in terms of, you know, you'd have to have that kind of internet security. Right, but they you, have but, that. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can book flights on the Southwest app. And, yeah, and that's true. You can buy stuff already, right? What about, um, and this is maybe taking it to an extreme, what about if you could somehow, like, scan your... I'm thinking in terms of totally re- totally getting rid of my wallet. So what I can mm. do is just like scan my driver's license onto my phone and my mm-hmm. credit cards. And so if I need to show my driver's license, boom, it's on my phone. If I need to pay for something, I can like, you know, not actually swipe it through something, but like pass it over, you know, go to my credit card and the little strip is on there and right. I pass it over something and pay for it. And Obviously, it puts a lot of information on your phone. Right. But... Yeah, that seems like a big security risk. Because even though, even though in person or with a hard copy credit card and driver's license, I, they're not really checking it that hard when they make you, you know, show your ID or whatever. But if it's just an image, I mean, how easy? I bet I could Photoshop yeah. my picture on someone's driver's license or whatever. I just like the idea of then getting a chain and attaching the chain to my iPhone. <laughs> God, it'd be a long chain though if you could hold it up to your ear. 
Like, they're always long chains, though. They're not short ones. They have, like, you know, so the skater guys have a long chain that goes halfway down their leg. <laughs> no, why are you yelling at me? Like, I hang out at the skate park. Damn it, Jacob! Why are you frustrating no, me? No, these chains are all only six inches long. These chains, these chains. These chains, these chains. Um, so which one do you think you like the best? <laughs> Rail Baron. Baron. Rail Baron app. That was the e- easy one. Yeah, totally. Which one do you think is the would be the easiest to do? Run them by me in a couple words again. TV Rail- remote control, right. garage door opener, police, police radar detector, Rail Baron game, happy hours, and restaurants send you your bill to your phone. I feel like maybe the happy hour ones yeah, would be the I easiest so to do. And another one that would be really beneficial. Yeah. To those who enjoy happy hour. Happy's hour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Every hour spent podcasting with you is a happy hour. Aww. <laughs> well, on that super fruity moment, I'm going to say that's a podcast. <laughs> that's a podcast. That's a podcast.